Welcome to Be Advised, Leading with Value with Brad Swinehart. In this podcast, we will focus on successful marketing methods for advisors that generate prospects and clients. We will learn from the best in the industry on how advisors in the trenches today are growing their practices. Join us for this journey where Brad draws from years of expertise and guest experts to help advisors reach their full potential. This podcast is brought to you by White Gloves Podcast Connect Program, a done-for-you, fully integrated podcasting system that will help you keep in touch with all of your leads. Remember the adage, necessity is the mother of invention? Joel Sasser is proof. An active advisor, he's behind software to help financial advisors develop retirement strategies for clients. Joe is president at Covisum, and as Brad's guest, he will share his thoughts on several topics, including software to help craft optimal decisions for taxes, financing health care, when to take Social Security, and the conversion of assets to guaranteed income. Joe, man, we've been buddies for what? Four years now, five years, maybe. It's been a bit. Gosh, it feels like a heck of a lot longer than that. Well, that's what everybody that knows me says. <laughs> I'm like, really? It feels it feels like years, years on years. <laughs> well, hey, man, welcome. Always, always love to chat with you and just kind of pick your brain on everything in the industry and what we're looking at from you know a planning perspective. And you know, White Glove and Covisum have a, a wonderful partnership that that really started with um, an advisor actually out of our founder's office started using your software and your presentation when we launched our taxes and retirement topic. And I mean, the guy was just killing it and it was all about that tax map. And you guys made it so simple for an average consumer to see, Hey, wait a minute, this is how taxes. One funny story about this. And I promise I'll let you talk is uh, so that advisor, he'd done this a million times. We recorded it. Um, we would show that to other advisors that wanted to do it. And one seminar he was doing, he was, he got sick. He had, um, wasn't able to make it that night and it was at the, the local library. And what we ended up doing or what the InvestWise ended up doing was they couldn't find somebody to fill in in that short of a notice. So all they did was they played his presentation on the wall. They just came in and they played the recording of it. And um, he got just as many appointment requests as he normally does. And he wasn't even there. So, and <laughs> We always like to say that, well, you know what? So you don't even have to, you don't even have to be there. But um, I think that's all in part just because of that powerful message behind that tax map and how it all works. So, um, yeah, and you're you're the the master of that, right? You you came onto that, and it, and it's not even just uh, that idea. It's that I mean, you're an advisor yourself. These are things that you realized the industry needed, and you needed to see grow. So let's talk a little bit about that backstory, if you will. Oh, for sure. Yeah, I I will not claim the master title. In fact, that's been <laughs> probably the coolest uh, evolution of our business over time is the little things that start, uh, you know, in our own advisory practice. That's where all of our software tools started is in, in our own practice here in Omaha. It's inevitable and it's exciting when guys around the country, guys and gals, I should say, around the country are able to take what we kind of start in some ways and and make it so much more than than it was. So, you know, to to rewind the clock, we got started as social security timing uh, in 2011. And that was really what became Covisum over time. And the, the idea there was just that people are retiring. And one of the biggest decisions they make is when do I claim social security? When should my spouse claim social security? And what can we do to get 
basically the biggest bang for our buck, uh, given that we've been paying taxes for 35, 40 years. Um, how can we get the most out of the system and, and have a positive impact on the retirement overall retirement income plan. Um, so that's where we started. And when you start playing with Social Security, inevitably you land in tax. Uh, if if you've never done a paper tax return, which, you know, I, I have, but gosh, uh, you know, 20 years ago when people actually did that, I certainly wasn't caring about Social Security at all. If you actually do a paper tax form, though, in order to figure out what portion of your Social Security is taxable, you actually have to jump out to the instruction booklet, fill out a little, little worksheet in the instruction booklet and bring it back onto the return. That's, that's how much of your uh, Social Security is taxable. And the rest never even shows up on the return. So once you start to really notice how that, uh, how that Social Security income interacts with other incomes, you really start to think about how you structure retirement income streams in retirement differently. And there's a heck of a lot of value that can be added at that second level. So first with the social security decision, and then second, by architecting the client's overall retirement income streams uh, in a tax efficient manner. And that's really what has allowed us to grow uh, a lot over the last decade is not just looking at one decision in a vacuum, but instead working with those advisors who start with the one decision and then effectively show clients how that decision interacts with all the other things they've got going on in their financial life. I think, frankly, that's what makes those advisors most impactful with their clients as well. I would, I would tend to agree. And it's such an interesting you know, backstory because ours is very similar, right? We started in social security seminars. We actually you know, Social Security 567, because there's 567 ways to file for Social Security at that time. And inevitably, yeah, we transition into tax and now into general retirement and estate planning. And it's all that, you know, constructing a retirement plan by looking at all of those facets. And and your, your software has done an excellent job of helping our advisors do that, but more importantly, showcasing to their the end clients or someone that attends a seminar what that looks like and how it does impact the rest of retirement. So, you know, I don't know if you would consider yourself an expert. You're definitely an expert um, compared to me and in my eyes, but as far as social security goes and as far as taxes goes, what are you seeing right now? You know, let's, we've seen a huge resurgence in people's um, interest to learn about social security this year, just in the last 18 months, it's, it's definitely um, blossomed up again, where it was, it was kind of died down there for a little while, but what do you see from a social security standpoint, you know, I know the, the trustee report came out a little bit later this year, right? So what, what does that mean? And how does that affect moving forward with retirement plans? That was nice. A little bit later, that was so generous to uh, the, so, <laughs> so this was actually the latest social security trustees report in the history of the program. Even when you adjust for changing dates, um, you know, there was a, a fiscal year change uh, many years ago. And yet this was the latest ever in the history of the social security system. You had some other really interesting things happening. The commissioner of social security was asked to leave. Uh, the deputy commissioner went, um, and by the way, refused to leave, at which point uh, you had kind of a really interesting political drama play out. Um, you know, and in all of our client seminars, we do everything we can and in, in client conversations, everything we can to leave politics out of it, right? And instead, don't focus on 
the politics of the issue, what should be, what shouldn't be, and instead focus on what is. And if what could be comes to be, uh, how would that impact you? You know, those are the kinds of questions we want to be asking. So, yes, we're seeing a major, I wouldn't even call it a resurgence. It's one of those things where among advisors, um, I think advisors always felt like the, the bells and whistles of the file and suspend the restricted application, those were really exciting marketing fodder because you could immediately point to, you know, a certain dollar value that the client was 99% of the time going to leave on the table in the absence of the advisor. And when those went away, it, it lost its sheen probably for a lot of advisors. The interesting thing though is it was still one of the biggest questions clients needed answered. And as a result, those advisors that just kind of stayed the course and continued talking about Social Security, continued making it part of their overall value proposition, have fared very well all along the way. And so, yes, we're seeing a resurgence in news items. And whenever there is a resurgence in news items, there's obviously a, a marketing opportunity because oftentimes the news items uh, are dramatized you know when when the bipartisan policy center report came out last year uh and it said social security will now be broke in 2029 instead of 2035 and only 69 percent of promised benefit dollars will be payable at that time what was the headline it was not that you'd still continue to receive 70 cents of every social security check even if social security ran out of money six years ahead of schedule it was Social Security will be broke six years ahead of schedule in less than a decade. That was the headline. And so when people are being bombarded by headlines like that, you can imagine their level of comfort with the decision is not where it needs to be in order to make that decision effectively. I think that's where advisors will always be valuable as you know, a filter between sensational headlines and the reality of what makes a good retirement income decision decoding those those headlines seems to be a full-time job now depending on <laughs> where you're picking up your news but most sources i mean it's it's what's the boldest and brashest statement we can make so people will tune in to hear our take on on this i i, I mean it's just kind of common now that opinions are everywhere with news outlets and it just it doesn't seem to always be that way but i mean man i i can only imagine how that make someone going into the retirement feel where 10 years ago when they thought about social security, it was reported on one way. Now it's reported on a different way on top of all of those changes. I mean, you're, you as an advisor, are you still doing social security seminars regularly? You're still talking to your clients very regularly about social security? It's still a core part of our communication package. Let me put it that way. And the reason I say our communication package is because our libraries have not reopened for these things yet. So, and we've been doing library seminars for a decade. That's, that was what built our, our financial planning practice. And yet the responsiveness to uh, electronic events and events for our own clients, uh, it, that continues to be strong. So in terms of our marketing message, yes, it's still a big part of our marketing mix, number one. Number two, it's a big part of our 
ongoing client education because we do have clients who pass that uh, information on to other potential clients. And, and if, if our goal is to replicate our current client base, um, because we have fantastic clients, um, then that's, that's what we want to be able to do. And, and probably the third, I guess, takeaway is that we're going to have people who are facing this decision indefinitely right? This, every year, a new crop of people will reach 62. And it's not just 62 when they start thinking about it. They, they really start thinking about it about the time when those questions, am I ready to retire? I think I'm ready to retire. I'm almost ready to retire. I still like my job, but I want to do other things. When all those questions start flowing, Social Security is at the center of it. Yeah. And, and for us, Virtual is is remains strong. We're still doing plenty of webinars. We do probably forty percent of our webinars are, or sorry, forty percent of our events are still virtual based, and it's it's interesting. Even in areas that have completely opened up, and you wouldn't even know there was ever a pandemic. And I, I think that's really important. What you noted on too is the ongoing client education, because so many of our events that we host when we run marketing we'll have an advisor hosting it and one of his clients will show up and he's like, well, wait a minute, wait a minute. Why, why is my client here? And it's like, well, cause they had questions and you weren't proactively telling them about it. So when they saw our ad, they signed up and they came in. And I think that's just so interesting from an advisor perspective to say, Hey, you know what, let's continue teaching our clients about things that in, in all reality, don't make us any money, right? No advisor makes money on social security. But if you're not going to teach them, they're probably going to find that information from somebody else. I would say probably the second, <laughs> second biggest question out there, um, if it's not about Social Security, it's about, well, how in the heck am I supposed to plan for retirement with all this tax uncertainty that's out? That's that's currently everything feels like it's in the air. You know, it's always the taxes are going up. But how, what does that mean? And what's your thoughts on that? We get the same sensationalist headlines around tax. It's like capital gains are going to become taxable at ordinary income rates. I, I can't tell you how many times I'd have somebody forward me uh, some headline related to new capital gains tax rates. Um, should I sell everything and realize all the capital gains? And the answer is no. <laughs> I mean, no, let's not do that. Um, but at the same time, let's identify whether there are things that we do want to hedge. You know, do we want to take a small slice here, a little bit of pain this year in order to potentially avoid more pain next year, particularly if that pain is related to a position that we wouldn't really want to hold going forward anyway. And so there every year, those kinds of decisions, advisors are facing those kinds of decisions for clients. And frankly, I think most clients don't realize how much effort strong advisors really do put into strategic thinking like that. The idea of levelizing tax brackets over a client's lifetime so that, you know, maybe when I retire, I'm going to pay a little tax, even though I could live off my non-qualified money, be you know, effectively spending some of the principal in my non-qualified money while allowing IRA money to grow, that's not a really great strategy for most people. For most people, taking some IRA money out before you have to is a good thing to do. And the reason is you just get clobbered if you let 
all that IRA money build up until you turn 72 and then get forced to, to take it out. Um, so this idea of creating a sustainable tax rate throughout retirement is an idea that is really beneficial for advisors to help clients understand. Because when a client first retires, if they do what most people do, they take their social security early, they spend from their non-qualified or their taxable accounts, and they save their IRA and Roth IRA money for last. Uh, if they do that, they're going to feel great for the first few years. You know what I mean? It's kind of like sitting on your couch and watching Netflix. It feels great, right? <laughs> but if you do that for a few years, you're really going to pay the price later, right? And I think advisors have... I don't know. I don't know that taxes have ever been related to Netflix before. So I think that was great. That was good. <laughs> it really is the same thing. It's a question of, do I want to take a little bit of tax pain now in order to avoid a lot of tax pain later? Um, or do I just want to bask in the day and then take my, take my lumps when they come. It's, I was just reading an article in Forbes this morning um, by Jeannie Underwood, and it mentioned that on average, a client will have three to five financial advisors when they're growing those financial assets. And then typically when it comes to harvests, harvesting and, and the retirement, they, they boil that all down to one. And it's gotta be, you know, the, the advisor that's staying in front of them with the important things, not just, you know, vehicle, financial vehicle related, but how does that affect your social security? How does that affect taxes? You know, having that full encompassed plan, you know, if you want to be that one advisor, when it goes from five to one, you know, and not get cut out, it has to be a proactive approach of addressing this. So what have you seen most effective when you're going to talk to your current clients when it comes to social security or when it comes to taxes? You, you mentioned it's part of the plan or the packet. What does that look like in your personal practice? Sure. I, you know, Social Security for us, we intentionally and exclusively work with, you know, mass affluent. We're not targeting the, you know, 10 plus million dollar client. In fact, if we get the 10 plus million dollar client that has the concerns that most 10 million plus clients have, they're not going to be a good fit for our practice. We're actually going to refer them off. Um, which I, I can see some of the audience probably cringing uh, when, when, when they hear that. And yet for us- Well, they're probably to, trying to find your email right now so they can put their hand up for that. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> We're able to really efficiently add value to clients in that one, two, three million dollar range where they've saved in a few different vehicles, you know, some different mutual funds, stocks, bonds. They're not looking for private placements left and right. They're not looking for, you know, uh, for venture capital or, or private equity type plays. They're really looking to efficiently use their assets through retirement to support a lifestyle. They want to know what does that lifestyle look like and how can I do it efficiently and with a reasonable level of risk that says I'm not leaving a bunch of money on the table. I mean, that's what our clients care about. And so for us, all of those decisions start with Social Security. When you think about the average married couple um, that, that would be our client, their Social Security dollars, when you take the present value of all those cash flows through their lifetime, they're worth more than a million dollars that one income stream is. And so first identifying how are we going to make that decision? And oftentimes it has 
at least one member of a household delaying benefits, which is not what most people would do in the absence of advice. So starting there, explaining how unusual the taxation of Social Security benefits is, is really a perfect segue into how do we coordinate the other income streams with Social Security in order to create a highly tax efficient overall retirement income. You know, that transition is supernatural. It makes, you know, supernatural, extremely natural. Um, you know, <laughs> there's no magic wand there, right? It's just work. <laughs> but, but ultimately, it's work that they wouldn't do on their own and that they're not hearing from their other advisors. And that's where you really position yourself to be the, the advisor. You know, I think the key point there is not just the positioning or not just the, the talking about it. It's the demonstrating your process for how you will actually do it. How will you deliver on those promises? Um, and that's where our advisors uh, have been really successful over the years. That conversation has probably led to, you know, the development from social security timing into tax clarity. I mean, those looking for that clear image that you can show your clients and say, hey, this is this is how it works, right? Because if if you were to explain, you know, the tax brackets and the, the tax map to me and just tell me all of these things, I would just stare at you blank faced and you might as well be speaking Chinese. I would have no idea what you're talking about. But once you show me a picture, you know, then then I get really excited, right? <laughs> yeah, you're here and I really don't want you here because this would be a bad spot. And here's how we avoid that. That, was, that kind of insight resonates with 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 our clients they always say uh well they um i always hear ed slot say that your clients are still 80 percent prospects and i love that saying like you still have to be in front of them you still have to communicate with them but you know using social security using those you know the uncertainty around the tax laws and all all of the tax implications that are they're potentially changing you know is now a good time to prospect based on these topics? Oh, whenever there's whenever there's a major news cycle around something, you've got to be talking about it because if you're not talking about it, if you're not incorporating those concerns into what you do for clients, then you're not building a moat around your clients. And if you're not doing it for prospects, you're not taking advantage of the fact that most other advisors are not doing it, right? And you get right down to it. Most advisors don't run very effective practices. Um, because they don't run very effective practices, their clients are, are fair game for advisors who are going to serve the client better, frankly, because those advisors have built processes to serve the client better. And so if you're not communicating about both what's going on out in the world and then tying it back to the way that you've built your practice, to be able to handle those things, to be able to answer those questions better, um, it's a huge opportunity that's 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 missed. And and I would tend to agree because I think that you're not only teaching your current clients. I love that building a moat, right? Uh, that was a, a great uh, visual in my head. I immediately pictured all my clients standing on this line. I know there's a moat around them, um, <laughs> but you know that's shoring up that that base, but then, Hey, you know what? There's probably someone who has one or two or three advisors out there and none of them are talking about taxes or they're not talking about social security. And those people are still out there looking for that information. And we see it every day, right? They're signing up for webinars. They're signing up for 
uh, you know, seminars, in-person stuff or direct consultations. And it's all based on, you know, social security or taxes. And ultimately, if every advisor worked with their clients in such a way where they all knew all of those things and felt really great, we'd probably be out of a job, right? But there's so much opportunity out there. Every time something changes, you're right. There's going to be a, a, a news cycle that gets they're going to blow everything out of proportion and they probably won't even have any of the data yet. And then it's going to generate concerns, not only amongst the general community, but amongst your clients as well. Yeah, there's no doubt. And that's where I get back to the advisor being, you know, the the curator of information or the handholder of client or the, the behavioral coach is what we hear on and on now, because frankly, now in a social media world, News is designed to create, um, I'll call it engagement. That's not a very, that, that's a happy term for alarm, right? What, what are the things that are most shared? It's alarm. And so the advisor's role in a lot of ways is to calm some of the unfounded, the unwarranted alarm. Um, and I can't tell you how many times we have clients that say, gosh, I didn't know it worked that way whether it's about social security, most often it's just the survivor benefit. It's how the high wage earners benefit is passed on to the survivor. Still, every day, we hear every day, with multiple clients a year, we hear, I had no idea it worked that way. Now I get why they say someone should delay, the high wage earner should delay. Or with taxes, I had no idea that's how social security can create this ridiculously high effective marginal tax rate. And of course, they never say that word. They just say, oh, gosh, I would have lost 27 cents on the dollar by pushing those capital gains into taxable range. Uh, Or gosh, I can't believe the combination can get me to 50% for an effective marginal rate. We don't, you know, it's not things that they're hearing or understanding from other advisors. Yeah, and I, I love that uh, awareness or engagement, right? Yeah, <laughs> alarm, and that's all it is, right? There's so much out there that is designed to get clicks, and the half the time, you know, I feel like you're not even reading the article. You're clicking on the headline, you're reading a few lines, and then you're forwarding it over to your friendly advisor if you're, you know, you're out there trying to get more information. But it's we're in a we're in a point now where information is free, right? You carry it around in your pocket, anything you'd ever want to know, but really kind of distilling that down into a real education and understanding it. I think that's where the the hurdle comes in and and that's where advisors could really step up and help not only, you know, their clients but their community. So, Joe, I always have fun chatting with you even if it's on social security or taxes, which is strange for me. I'm a marketing guy, right? I like sales and and <laughs> fun new widgets and shiny objects and all that, but it's, it's been a pleasure. If there's one thing, just one action item for people listening today or watching, uh, what should they do right now to implement, you know, getting those conversations out in front of their community or their clients? So for me, when I think of any of these challenges, it all starts with education, right? The, the more educated an advisor is, the more effective they're going to be in communicating the value that they can actually deliver. So step one, if, if anything we've said during this, this uh, discussion is new, then there's a lot of education to be had. Our, our blog is as good a source as any because you're going to find it all in one place. Um, that's that's thing one. But thing two is once, you, when, once you're really understanding the concepts, 
figure out how to systematize the delivery because that's that it's everything is being able to first communicate the value then second deliver on the value and when you can deliver on the value you end up a lot more referable you know clients can point to he did this for me and this is how it impacted me and that referral story rather than yeah he's a great guy two very different kinds of referrals uh one's in the interest of the client more than more than the other by by a long shot so um those those would be the big takeaways I love that. And I think if I hear anything from an advisor on a consistent basis, it's they love working referrals, right? So if you can get in front of your current clients and help them with something that maybe they have concerns on, or maybe they just didn't know were possible, then that's just a natural reaction. Hey, Joe, just help me do this. I'm going to brag about it to all my friends. And some of them are probably going to say, can I get that guy's uh, phone number? You know, so Joe, thanks for being on the show today. Let's let's keep in touch and uh, we'll do more big things in the future, man. Thanks, Brad. Always fun. Joe L. Sasser of Convisum with Brad Swinehart, the host of Be Advised, Leading with Value. To know when the latest episode is ready for you, follow this podcast and share it with others. This podcast is brought to you by White Gloves Podcast Connect Program, a done-for-you, fully integrated podcasting system that will help you keep in touch with all of your leads. Thank you for listening to Be Advised, Leading with Value with Brad Swinehart. Click the subscribe button below to be notified when new episodes become available. The information covered and posted represents the views and opinions of the guest and does not necessarily represent the views or opinions of White Glove. The content has been made available for informational and educational purposes only. The content is not intended to be a substitute for professional investing advice. Always seek the advice of your financial advisor or other qualified financial service providers with any questions you may have regarding your investment planning.